That's correct. We are not the two broads of accuracy. Hey, guess back. We're back. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. (laughs) How are you, Jerk? I'm good. How are you, Anna? Ugh, I'm fine. It's cold outside. It's cold, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck do you know about cold? What's the weather like today? Okay, everyone needs to stop hating on me because it does get chilly (laughs) in LA at night. It gets like, it does dip to 47, so... Wow, it today was my 47 was my high today. I didn't say that that's a problem. I'm just <laughs> stating the facts of what it is. Uh yeah, uh, I'm very sorry that it's cold, but right now LA is under full going back into like kind of full lockdown. I don't know. Our governor and our mayor are both worthless, so um it basically we're it's very bad here right now, so I haven't left my house in a while. I don't know many governors or mayors right now that are considered useless, useful right now. That's true. I do enjoy Cuomo's uh, television show. The fact that he won an Emmy. Did you see this? <laughs> I'm like, was that real? Did he really win one? Someone, I don't know if it's actually true. Can you Google this? Because I don't actually oh, know where my phone my is God. right now. Yo, Anna, I will be so stoked. I tweeted that. I was like, give him an Emmy. Do it. Like, I, that would be I, so funny. I... I thought it was real. It could have been fake. Honestly, like, again, we're, this is not the show of accuracy. This is two broads from Brooklyn. That's right. We uh, barely look anything up. That's correct. We are not the two broads of accuracy. Um, <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> two broads of accuracy. Can someone make us a shirt where we're um, both dressed as a Statue of Liberty and it says two broads of accuracy? <laughs> Yes, just make sure you get my eyebrows. Yes, the brows on both of us are very important. <laughs> um, it. it does say here, Cuomo wins Emmy for public service. Oh my god. I thought it was because of his fan-fucking-tastic acting. And the headline from The Post, which is our favorite shitty newspaper, says Cuomo <laughs> nets Emmy just for doing his job, which is actually quite <laughs> funny. Yeah, I've never... Um, I also read something the other day that was like as he's doing press conferences now he's like no longer wearing masks like or something like that and i'm like you know what i'm really fucking over this like wishy-washy bullshit of like like the hypocrisy i think is just really the word i'm looking for it's so goddamn annoying i've seen so many people not just even like in political leadership just in general who are like, man, wear masks, Blair, no, don't see your families for the holidays. Meanwhile, it's like they had 20 people over. They went to Cabo for the for Thanksgiving break. And it's like, you know what? Fuck oh, you. yeah. The governor, the governor of California was at this place in Napa called the French Laundry, which, first of all, what the fuck name of a restaurant or I don't even know if it's a restaurant. I don't, I don't even know. I didn't even bother to look, but he was there. And then afterward was like, sorry. And then. Today, I get constant <laughs> updates. I get constant updates to my phone that are like, we must, he's like, cancel everything and stay home. I was like, okay, sweetie, if you're not going to close anything or keep things open at like 20%, people are going to go out. Also, if you're not going to pay people to stay home, no one's going to stay home. Okay. Like, Correct. you can't just be like, stay home. 
do it. That's essentially all they're doing right now. They're like, you better. We have no ICU beds left, which is actually very close to being true and very scary. So if you live in California and Los Angeles County and you're listening to this, um, you know, you might want to heed that idiot's warning because they're not going to do anything to save you. That is a whole fact. They're going to tell you to stay home, except if you still need to work because, you know, you like to eat and have a place to sleep. But it's, it's, I'm just over the hypocrisy. Like it's cold outside. I'm over the hypocrisy. The one good thing that has come from this week, obviously we're back. I'm so freaking excited. I missed seeing your face. I missed honestly just having an hour of just spewing nonsense. You honestly, it's like for those who can't afford therapy, highly recommend you get a podcast. Yeah, it's great. It is great. And the other thing I think also great came that came out of this week is I finally have a desk. So I talked about it a few episodes ago that I am working from home through the spring. And I was like, I need an actual like office space in my house. Cause if I just keep working at my kitchen table, I'm going to jump out of the window. Um, so I have a nice little office space. I set it up right by the window that I was almost about to jump out of. And it is <laughs> fortunately I live on the first floor. So we, I wouldn't actually do very much damage. Um, just a minor leg injury, <laughs> just like some scratches that I could just like cry about. Um, and I'm so excited. Like it really has shifted my, my mental health so, so much. Like it actually feels, even though I only moved like seven feet away from my kitchen table, I, it it really has helped so, so much. So I'm pretty stoked about that. What's like, what's going on? What good things are happening over there besides the fact that California shut down? Well, I was going to say, um, you know, about your moving things around. I'm just recently like rearranged, like I live in a studio, so I also work in my kitchen, but I like used to have that standing desk thing. Mm-hmm. And I actually just recently like decided I don't want that anymore. And I need like my monitors at a closer range to my face, uh, <laughs> just because the height of the table and the standing desk didn't work out so well. And I wasn't really standing. I was doing this thing where I sit on my knee, which is a very bad habit. I haven't dropped since I was five. Um, so... <laughs> Except now I'm 30 and if I do it too long, I like and get up weird, then I like can tear a ligament in my fucking knee because I'm not a five-year-old anymore. So really I should just learn how to sit in a chair, but I'm gay. So there's a thing where gays don't know how to sit in chairs. <laughs> but wait, before I go, so that's, but what I was going to say, like just changing the space a little bit does make like a huge difference. Uh, and it feel, it I feel a little bit more renewed. Um mm-hmm. And also what I was going to tell you, you were saying that you were going to jump out a window. Can I, I, I was thinking about this this week because I feel like a lot of like New Yorkers tend to be very dramatic when they oh, yeah. don't. Okay. So the other, I forgot it was, I forgot when this was, but I was like, oh my God, this is, I said something like, blah, blah, blah. This isn't working. I want to kill myself. <laughs> Which is like, to me, like me and my best friend used to do this all the time when we lived together, we would be like. Uh, uh, should we kill ourselves? Should we kill selves or whatever? <laughs> Obviously, I, this is not to diminish like people no. actually going through mental health issues, but it is a, a thing that is you know often said. I feel like as a, like a New Yorker, oh, we yeah. get very dramatic, with, so like, dramatic to like the the slightest inconvenience because we are so used to having everything go the way we want like immediately Mm -hmm. and if it doesn't then that's it like jump out the window and the more fucked up the visual can be the better 
I know. Do you do you remember? Um, we were doing like this. I feel like it was in high school. We would literally just start creating scenarios and how someone sh- like we wanted to like, like be like, do me a favor. Can you? I'm gonna crawl to the. I'm gonna go to the the top level of a building and I'm gonna jump off. Okay, just so you know, like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go to the, or like um, you see that knife over there? I'm gonna walk into it. Like we would just like yeah. get so fucking vivid and dramatic and like yes, in hindsight, it probably is like not okay. We definitely are not trying to diminish anyone who's actually having like these suicidal dark thoughts. It's just and that we worry. as New Yorkers yeah. are so fucking dramatic, so dramatic. But- yeah, that's kind of just what I wanted to point out that I'm just like, because my girlfriend was just like, don't say that. And I'm just like, I'm just being unnecessary and dramatic. Like, I'm not like. Or do you ever realize when we respond to things, it's always um, like it's an extreme. Like, we'll be like, oh, my God, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Or, it's oh, my like, God. It's not. <laughs> like, that's the best thing I've seen in my entire life. It's like, no, it's yeah. not. Like, we just we just go to extremes. We, we have no joke. Yeah, it's really funny. I think it's really funny. Anyway, I don't know why I started. I haven't done that, like, that dramatic of a response to something in a while. I don't know if quarantine is having me regress a little bit, clearly sitting like a five-year-old, saying I'm going to kill myself when <laughs> my sink overflows, things like that. <laughs> Yeah, clearly something. I am. I'm feeling a little homesick. Are you? I mean, you're kind of always a little bit homesick, but I feel like today I had like a a wave of homesickness. It's so bad right now. The closer we get to Christmas, it's just going to get worse. Um, Mm -hmm. But like I bought a Christmas tree for my apartment. I never buy Christmas Mm -hmm. decorations because I'm never home. I'm never here in L.A. for Christmas. I'm always in New York. So I'm like, what am I going to decorate for? So I have to buy a little Christmas tree this year because I'm like my, you know. I can't go home. It sucks. This is the first year since I was fucking like born that I won't be looking at the Rockefeller Christmas tree. Yeah, this is the also the first year um we will not be doing Christmas Eve dinner with my grandmother and this is a tradition that's been probably like over 50 years strong in my family. Um Feast of the Seven Fishes, which I think we're going to oh, probably God. do more more Christmas Eve things um next week or more Christmas themes as it gets closer to the holidays. Cause I have so many things that I want to talk about in regards to New York at Christmas time. Cause it truly is my favorite, but like, as I, I've been driving around lately, um, like running, uh, going to like the grocery store and whatnot. And, uh, there's so many houses that are decorated here and they are so beautiful, but it's making me miss like Diker lights and just like the Diker lights. We will, we have to touch on that <laughs> yes, as well. We will totally do Diker lights, but also just like, even like um like churches in Brooklyn for Christmas. Like just like even passing a church that's so beautifully decorated for the holiday or like even like little bodegas that have like their like little like holiday lights and Christmas trees on the inside. Just like little things like that I miss I miss so so much. So this episode could not have been better time because I'm like, okay, I need a I need a little I need my moment of New York. Yeah. 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 I, I know. It. I've been uh, actually since our last episode, I've been continuing my binge of Sex in the City, which I should have done before we recorded that episode, but I don't do anything. Remember, we're not the two broads of accuracy. <laughs> I was going to say, find another fucking podcast, people. We said this already. Anyway, I just, I just want to say that Carrie Bradshaw had a rent controlled apartment for $750 a month in the 90s. So, But she did not win our trivia, our poll. Did you oh. see that? I didn't see the final results. I voted in it, obviously, but who won the final call? It was fucking Charlotte. 
Yo, is it just because it's like a McMansion on like Park Avenue? I also thought for a second, like, did y'all think that we were talking about the penthouse? Because I made it very specific that we were not talking about the penthouse. But I was like, there's no way that Charlotte's apartment wins this thing. Like, I was like tracking it the whole day. But, <laughs> oh, wait, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. Oh, my God. Wow. See, not two broads. Not two broads. It was Carrie. No, no, it was Carrie. At one point, though, Charlotte was polling really high the whole time and i was like there's no way this bitch wins but i'm sorry say, but that's even with people not knowing that carrie's apartment was wreck control unless they did know that i didn't know that uh when i i just liked it like did y'all know but even so it was still pretty close carrie it was 60 40 mm, carrie was pretty close that is really close for a while there it was charlotte was like it was like 70 30 and charlotte was up damn oh i love i love our trivias because i how they start is never how they end and even how they look in the middle it's just such like a switch up i love it so much this it was I'm, so far i'm back on twitter now um so Ooh. my hiatus from that is over so i will be sending this podcast out to my followers regularly uh so hopefully that'll give us a bit more listeners i thought about the same uh do i like go back on twitter because i took a little bit of a hiatus as well and i'm like maybe i make the return maybe we do it I think you should. I tagged you in something and then I realized you were not going to see it. So, I- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like racing your anyway, for a high five and I leave you hanging. You've been leaving me hanging and now I'm covered in snow. Oh, okay. okay. We have some thoughts. <laughs> we're back. We have many fucking thoughts. It's been two weeks, bitch. My brain yes. can't handle it all. I know. What? Do you want to start with yours? I, I okay. love yours. I love mine too. Okay, someone, uh, I don't know how I found this, but I think my girlfriend sent me the original post, but there's this guy on Instagram, Jonathan Lyons, and you should follow him immediately because he is Buddy the Rat. And who (laughs) is Buddy the Rat? Buddy the Rat, he is a man dressed like a giant rat just going around and interacting with people and everything around New York right now. And he, they just filmed like a four minute, like a short, movie music video type thing uh and it was honestly like so beautiful i sat there watching it crying to a rat video on a saturday morning um and i know there's a lot of things factoring into that emotion but y'all should definitely check it out because some of these videos are just so fucking cute it just picks picks my day up when i see it i have to be honest i think when you sent it to me i was like this can't be real but i'm not gonna lie as you're watching it you kind of forget it's a person because it like even his like when he's crawling around mm-hmm. like first off what a workout like I have no idea how he's remaining on the floor that long and like he's like very what's the word I'm looking for like it's very agile like, yes like he's very agile and I'm like how a how how are you doing this for long stretches of time how have you not fallen it's just uh, yeah I forget at some points I'm like there's a dude in there. It's kind of like, have you ever seen The Lion King on Broadway? No. What do you think? I'm made of money? <laughs> okay, never mind. But, no, <laughs> no, I'm joking. No. My sister's seen it. Okay, so you forget when you're watching The Lion King on Broadway that there are people. <laughs> like, yes, obviously, you know it's not real animals, but like, you forget that it's actual like people doing all this because you just like get so kind of like overwhelmed and like you're just so entranced by it all. That's kind of how I felt about Buddy the Rat. Like, oh, shit, there's a person in there. Yeah, I could see that, especially the video that the short that they released. Um, I don't know. I always like the rat is very much a New Yorker spirit animal. We've mentioned this before. And mm-hmm. like, 
I I know I just really loved it and it's nice to see him doing it because it just kind of makes you know everyone's saying when they were that like New York is over and it's like this guy's running around in a rat costume New York is not over this guy's (laughs) proof anytime someone says that to me I think you'll appreciate this anytime someone has said that to me recently which is honestly more than I fucking care to hear um, I respond with what you say and it's you know New York is not over it's always just gonna it's just gonna be another version of itself yeah kind of like it, it'll always just be it'll always be it'll never go anywhere it's just going to be something new exactly she'll she'll always reinvent herself she always reinvents she oh she does um but yeah everyone please go check it out jonathan lyons absolutely fucking hysterical um also if i had to think of the name for the rat i would agree with buddy buddy's a great name for a rat because it's not what you would think to call a rat like rats are usually not your buddy you find rats in your house you're not happy um (laughs) they are not your buddy (laughs) i mean unless you buy one at a pet store but uh i considered doing that for a minute uh having a pet rat uh clearly i was single and spiraling so (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i can't get a girlfriend should probably buy a rat i do think they're cute like pet store rats i'm not talking about like fucking subway rats no offense i love my spirit animal but they are not the aesthetically pleasing kind again it's a weird thing because you know no. you see them in new york and you're just like time to i gotta stay away from that nothing is more uh unifying than when this when the train car stops and the doors open and everyone in that car sees a rat on the platform and everyone in the car is just collectively holding their breath for a minute wondering if this rat's gonna run in the train car <laughs> We call that a collective consciousness in New York. Oh my God. That's really funny. But yeah, I really enjoyed the fact that it was Buddy. I was trying to think of like another name. Like what else would I have thought that rat's name would be? Buddy's perfect. I was going to say, I, I do kind of enjoy Buddy. The only one I other, other one I thought of was Lionel. Oh. But, right? Like Lionel. We don't, you don't really get a lot of those nowadays, especially not for rats. I feel like I should make a children's book about New York where everybody's a rat. Oh my God. What a great idea. Lionel the subway rat, a kid's story. Oh my God. He could travel so many places. Don't steal our idea. Oh we my God. Wait, you could teach, teach kids how to use the subway. Yes. Oh my God. Cola, this is the best idea you've ever had. See the dramatics. Very extreme. <laughs> Clearly not. This is going to go nowhere. Um, <laughs> I'm not really apt to writing children's books, uh, but I think I could write one about, and also if you're sitting out there being like, children shouldn't be taking the subway. My dad told me how to use the subway when I was six years old. So did he let me go by myself? No, but he would, you know, ask like, which train do we, like, I just, you know, he would explain things to me and then ha- would have me like say it back. So this would could be the book is about teaching no, I kids. I love that. Also, my dad did the same thing. My yeah. dad literally did the same thing. Yeah, that's the basics. You gotta, you gotta know the subway. This is how we start started our survival in New York. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, speaking of things that our dads uh, had us do as kids, I've recently become. So this is the this is the other thing I've had some thoughts on recently. I've become quite fascinated by Christmas tree farms. Have you heard of these? No. What is that? Okay, great. Thank God. I've only recently learned about them. Um. So apparently when you don't live within the five boroughs, people, when they go get their Christmas trees that are not fake, drive to an actual farm where the Christmas trees are and they cut the trees themselves. Like people carry their own saws and they cut down their trees 
and then they bring them to the people and they wrap them and then they throw them they throw them on the hood of their car what the fuck you just be chopping down you just pick a tree from outside that you want and just bring it in your home okay well they're not like going like on the side of the highway it's it would be really fun (laughs) it's an actual like it's a farm where just christmas trees are and yes you pick out your i have to do that it's a genius idea when you think about it because as a farmer it's like i don't do a fucking blessed thing you're doing all the work and i have somehow marketed it where you're gonna want to do it like (laughs) chop down your own tree wrap that shit up and throw it on your car thanks for coming I'm just picturing a farmer counting his money being like, fucking idiots. <laughs> That's literally, that is what I imagine it to be. And it is probably what is happening. But yeah, so many people are like, um, a few of my friends out here were talking about it, And they're like, yeah, as kids, we would drive like 50 minutes to go get our Christmas tree. And I'm like, no, I'm like, where were you going? And you were in the same state. They're like, yeah. Whereas they're like, how'd you get yours? So I don't know how you did, but. As a kid, like we got our fake, well, so we always had real trees growing up, but we got it from like the bodega or the gas stations would have outside their, like outside the locations would have Christmas trees. And yeah, that's what we would, that's like that. Or they would be sold on like 86th street. Do you remember that? Like they'd be. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Or 18th Avenue. Like, yeah. As soon as you said it, I immediately saw the street lined with trees on this. Mm-hmm. Mind you, this is like on the sidewalk. So you the sidewalk already doesn't have enough space on it. Now you've taken up half the sidewalk with trees. Uh, but they'll do that, yeah, usually. Or um, they'll, like, I've seen them in, like, parking lots in Manhattan sometimes. Like, you know, like the yeah. public parking. They'll mm-hmm. be over there sometimes. Um, yeah, definitely yep. not driving out of the way. But also I would like to mention that my home was not uh, a fan of the real Christmas tree. We always had a fake tree. Uh, my dad is very much in the camp of fake uh, real tree start fires, even though <laughs> we never had candles in the house because candles start fires. So I'm noticing he, a pattern. I, yes. So he never wanted us to have a real tree. I, I don't know if he had this idea that real trees just should spontaneously combust or whatever it was but we always had a fake tree and we had the tree that I'm pretty sure he bought when he married my mom and that was just the tree we used forever and ever see I feel like growing up my mom mentioned a story like one time on the news someone's tree like caught fire in an apartment and like a huge fire had like occurred in the apartment complex like not that far from us but also like they yeah they don't just like magically go up in flames like it's like it's too dried out or there's like uh the outlet normally it's from like outlets like people have electrical issues with plugging as much stuff as they do in general like like it's your christmas decorations and everything else is plugged into like something that's overloading a circuit but um maybe that surprised me yeah maybe that was his concern that the lights would get too hot and the tree would go up in flames um i don't know so you always had a fake tree huh always had a fake tree but we always had really nice christmas decorations we never decorated the outside of the house because uh my grandfather died when i was seven and my grandmother Mm -hmm. uh is very much in the camp of we don't decorate after Mm -hmm. death um Mm -hmm. so the outside of the house was never decorated but my mom did an amazing job on the inside of the house you know uh Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then people just kept dying in my family, so I think my grandma just kept using that as an excuse uh, to not have us decorate the outside of the house. Did uh, she also only wear black? Yeah, 
Okay. It's seven years after your husband dies, right? And then then her brother it's, died. Then her other it brother year? died. It's seven years. Seven years? That cannot be correct. Check with your dad. We got to go to the MOLA books for this one. I was going to say, my when my grandfather died, I feel like it was only a year my grandmother wore black. Yeah, okay. See, now if you're, is, now does your grandmother, is she like more Americanized or do you, God, she no. so? No, she's very oh. Molly's. That's so interesting. Is she a happy person? Because my grandmother was never really a happy person to begin with. You know, they're all pretty, you know, miserable Unhappy. in their yeah. own way. I mean, here's the thing. I think my grandmother is, thinks she's always happy. That's because <laughs> she's always complaining. And so I usually think, yeah, she's probably really like as long as she's complaining she feels she, fine she just kind of op- always operated under uh the impression uh that she was still in mola so it was like oh what are they gonna say if they see me going out without mourning my husband or what are they gonna say when they see the house all decorated that she no respect for her husband as if they would at this as if anyone in my neighborhood fucking knew that my grandfather died like we didn't know half the people on the block like you know it that you know that's just kind of the way she thought so like yeah, so it was seven years, and then she just kind of kept wearing it. She wore black almost like my entire life. Now that I think about it, but then her brother died a couple years later, and then my mm. cousin died in like the World Trade Center, and then like you know it was just like a lot of death back to back. And I just asked my sister, my sister in law, my sister in law goes, I said, how long did Nana wear black after Nana died? She goes, every day. The woman still won't wear any color. <laughs> Okay, so then I'm right. That's the thing. I mean, maybe you are. I don't, I don't know. I, did you I not notice she was always wearing black? <laughs> I don't think I did anymore. Maybe I'm just so used to it that I'm like, yeah, she's that, fine. That's a valid thing because, yeah, I didn't realize it. One time she wore navy blue to a wedding when I was like 25, and I was like, oh my God. I just like, and not until like the end of the night did I realize that she was wearing a different color. I mean, navy blue is not exactly like pastel, but you know, it's still something. Oh my god, that's absolutely hysterical! Wow, how did I how did I totally miss that? But yeah, we my dad always got us. So everybody should know. I don't know how the fuck we got here. <laughs> Typical. Um, man, I miss this. I don't. I I think that my my um my dad was always a big like Christmas guy. Like he he still is. Like you remember my house. When you oh, you're so great. Every room in my house was decorated for Christmas. The man, honestly, he was the Diker lights of Bensonhurst. Yeah. Cause people would come. I'll never forget. Like at some point, um, we would have people that would like be walking on our block. And you, obviously if people are walking outside your house and you pay attention, right? Cause like, who the fuck are you? Why are you so close to my goddamn? Why are you near my house? Why are you near my fucking house? But little people were starting to take out cameras and take pictures. And I remember as a kid, I'd be like, wow, like people actually are talking about my dad's lights and people actually come to this block to like see what he is decorating. What was really nice was my aunt, uh, our our houses were so in Brooklyn, for those who do not know, the houses are adjoining. So they don't, they're not standalones. A lot of houses are connected. So you share your wall with your neighbor. And so my aunt lived right next door. So my dad would do the whole, like both of our houses. Um and he was just, oh, he was such a, like, a loon about it. And he still is. We would have, like, a giant nativity scene. He handmade a giant Merry Christmas oh, tree sign. I remember your nativity scene. It was oh, huge. Yeah. It's gigantic. I, like, I just remember, like, hanging out at your house, like, in 
around Christmas time. And just that, that will always stick out of my mind because when my dad would drop me off, I'd be like, it's the one with the nativity in the yep. front yard. Yep. Oh, contrary. Contrary to Christmas. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my block, we were not part of the Diker lights section, which we will go into, like we said on another episode, but we were like the anti Diker lights. Like my block didn't have, uh, th- wasn't like a big, like I guess like holiday light block, but there were still plenty of people that put them up anyway. So you would be driving down the block and it'd be like lights, 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 dark house, lights, lights, lights. <laughs> yeah. I also I loved that was like one of the best things to do true like too as a kid was just like drive around and see everybody's Christmas lights. Cause so many houses were together and a lot of I'm not gonna lie, like especially through Bensonhurst and Diker down towards Bay Ridge, there were always so many beautiful like we had like houses that always stuck out in our mind that's like oh let's go see what they did this year um and I guess for a lot of people my house growing up was that too like I'll never forget one year my dad put Christmas carolers on our awning and he set up the speakers so that it sounded like the Christmas carolers were actually singing but my sister because it was like back then you had like this was like we're talking like still like VHS type era people like discs and whatnot so I don't know how he ever set it up I have a feeling my brother probably helped him but my sister didn't realize that the music was set up to be playing outside and she put the chipmunk cd in so it looked like the christmas carolers <laughs> were singing uh, the, Chris, the chipmunk christmas carols oh my um, god and people yeah a lot of a lot of people were like what's going on in your house that sounds a little weird uh the neighbors were talking about that one for quite a while but yeah my dad is hands down the the king of of Christmas. I, I say it all the time. He is like, we would decorate for like two weeks straight. He is just really fantastic when it comes to that, but he loves it. And we always, always made sure we had a real Christmas tree until I don't fucking know how this happened. My mother still wants to kill him for it. Well, I think she's happy about it now, but in the time she wanted to kill him, they went to like an antique shop and it was like kind of going out of business and they were selling, you know how some of the fake Christmas trees come with the lights on them? Yes. So the woman, I don't know how he haggled this, but it it is a beautiful Christmas tree. Um, He said to her, like, she's like, oh, we're going out of business. This is normally like a $400 tree. She's like, I'll give it to you guys for like 50 bucks, but the lights are dead on it. Right. And my dad's like, my dad's like, fuck it. I could work with that. He made us cut the lights off the Christmas tree, like, like piece by piece, because it's a fake tree. So it must have taken us like three weeks to get the lights off that tree. And I was cursing him the whole time, but I'm not going to lie. The tree is beautiful. <laughs> and it looks so nice every year. He really, he, I, I like was mad at him at the time, but that's such a, that's such a, oh my, my dad. That's, that's so my dad funny. Spend three hours cutting the lights off the tree. Oh yeah. It was, it was a long time. I was so mad at him. We had like six scissors because we were all trying to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> What an asshole that guy Picturing your whole family around this tree screaming at each other because you have to cut all the lights off. (laughs) That would be correct. That is usually how anything in my family goes. Just always imagine us yelling at each other about anything. But uh, (laughs) yeah, shout out to my dad. Well, well, I'll I'll probably do a little bit more uh, on that as it gets closer to Christmas of some of my favorite things that my dad did, especially for us growing up. But um, that is not what we're talking about this week, even though we did talk a little bit about Christmas what are what's our uh what's our agenda 
We're talking about our favorite New York actresses, and we have a little surprise. We're going to do some New York City movie trivia. I'm very excited for this, hoping to not embarrass myself. I embarrass myself like a little, but okay, so let's start with some of our favorite um, actresses, obviously, because women. Um, Who are some of your faves from New York? I actually learned a lot about people I didn't even realize were from New York, including the one I sent you. Did you know she was from New York? Uh, I didn't, but I always thought she was very cute in that movie. I had a crush on her. So for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, Mia Sarah, she is Sloane from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, who someone recently, I've actually gotten it a few times this year and um, told me that I look like her and I'm honored, but she's from Brooklyn. I uh, never knew that. Oh, I love her. I love her too. What did she do after Ferris Bueller? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. Um, Not that she I, has to do anything. She's a queen and she's from Brooklyn, so it doesn't matter. She was in, uh, she's best known for uh, her work in the movie Legend. I don't know. With, this, with, with that guy. Who's that oh. guy? Oh, I don't know. No, that's not if Steven you- Scott. John, John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Is that his name? Maybe. I For all y'all listening out there, we record this on a separate thing, but then we Zoom with each other. So Anna's putting her phone up to the Zoom camera, and my computer like can barely handle recording this show every week. So, of course, I can't see Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, my God. Wait, she went to St. Anne's School in Brooklyn for elementary and high school. That's where my dad went. Yo. How old is she? She, 1967, so she's 50. Damn, she looks good. Hold on, did I do that math correctly? She uh, yeah, she's a, yeah, because my parents are 61. What's up? We call that a callback because in our first episode, we said that math wasn't our thing. Look at that. Accuracy. <laughs> not, not the two parts of accuracy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had no idea she was from Brooklyn, but fucking love her even more now who are some of your faves uh so the number one on my list is always going to be lorraine brocco um love her. yeah she's the queen and also i look when i looked her up uh she's specifically also bay ridge mm-hmm. which i thought is crazy um but anyway uh i love her so much uh, i loved her in the sopranos goodfellas obviously oh i almost queen I, I kind of, I don't know which, I was trying to think of which role I loved her in more, but it's interesting because I listened to Gangster Goddess uh, broadcast, which is uh, the podcast that Dre DiMatteo hosts uh, Mm -hmm. when they go over the Sopranos episodes. And she was on being interviewed uh, a couple episodes ago and I was so excited and I loved that episode. Um, It was just, uh, anyway, but she's basically going to be in a new TV show called My Big Italian Adventure. Do you remember at the beginning of the pandemic when Italy was selling all those like stone holes for like one euro to like, Mm -hmm. I say stone holes, they were like these little houses in like these random ass towns in Italy. So Mm -hmm. Lorraine Bracco apparently bought one of those for one euro and now HGTV is doing an entire like home makeover show with her making over this fucking place. That is a great investment. Look at I her. Mean, yeah, she's thriving. She's, uh, I love her. I mean, we're going to watch it, so. We're definitely going to watch it. Um, And yeah, she's just, she's just really great. I, uh, 
I loved her. I think I, obviously I think I saw her in Goodfellas first. Um, um, what? My other fave. I learned about this one recently. Stockard Channing. She plays Rizzo in Greece. Yo, she's from Brooklyn. She's not from Brooklyn. I think she's from New York City. Like, I think she's from Manhattan proper, as they would say. But yeah, she's from New York, New York. Oh my God. Yes, you're right. Fucking Rizzo, my girl, who is. So for anybody who does not know, Grease is one of my favorite movies. Actually, it's one of Kristen's favorite movies, too. And anytime I watch it, I will sing every single song but i have many qualms about it as an adult just because a lot of the storyline has a lot of holes in it that i don't care for uh but yeah i i can belt every single one of those fucking lines and i do so very proudly i, I, love, I love her rizzo oh, and i do identify as a rizzo of course you do we i <laughs> no one's surprised here no um I'll just keep on with it and say Drea DiMatteo as we keep on the Sopranos thing because oh what a fucking queen! Um, I love definitely love her Drita vibes. Do you remember Drita vibes from Mob Wives? Oh my god, of course I do. (laughs) Like she and Drita, I like think that a lot of what Drita does for Mob Wives. So for anybody who doesn't know, Mob Wives is a famous show on VH1. even though I think Drita was only one of the few people who was actually considered a mob wife. Like she actually mar- married someone in the mob. The other ones just had kind of like links. Uh, yeah, like no, they, they all married couple. like fucking like soldiers or something like that. Yeah, she's the only one I actually think that was like married to um, to to an actual mobster. But uh, every time Dre DiMatteo, I see her on The Sopranos, I always think that's Drita. Oh my God, yeah. Well, yeah, God, she was so good in The Sopranos. And that's why I'm listening. I mean, like, you know, I'm just love the podcast. I'm going to just keep plugging their Gangster Goddess broadcast because it's like such a good show, especially if you're a Sopranos fan. Um, It is so, so good. I don't know. She's just fucking great. I love her. (laughs) If we're if we're sticking with this, then we have to go Marissa Tomei. Oh, how can we not? She, our cousin Vinny, the most iconic role, probably one of my favorite ones. I mean, she's done a lot of things. Yes. Hold on, wait. I'm I'm pulling this up now as well. Marissa Tomei. Wow. She went to, you know what? She went to Cavallero. What? Oh. She went to Cavallero in, in Brooklyn, which is Damn. not that far from, well, not that far from me. I feel like she was just wrapped up in some nonsense, or is it, am I wrong about that? Oh my God, tomorrow's her birthday. <laughs> well, as of us listen, recording this, yes. Yes. Sorry, when you all hear this, it will not be her birthday. Her birthday is December 4th. Do not send Jay-Z's her birthday. Do not send her a cake when you're listening to this because it will have passed. You're, you're late to Marissa Tomei's birthday party. Correct. I think, so she was also recently in The King of Staten Island. She plays the mom, which is Pete oh, David. right. Yes, I did see that movie. And I honestly really loved her in it. Like she, to me, is one of those timeless, like actresses that I can just, I just swoon over every time I see her. Obviously, the number, the number one movie for me with her in it is my cousin Vinny. Like she, um, her fucking line about. (laughs) Actually, I've played this scene a lot in my head during quarantine. Uh, the scene where she's yelling at joe pesci they're on the the little fucking log cabin stoop 
like front porch area, whatever you want to call it. And she's yeah. talking about at this rate, I ain't ever getting married. And he's naming all the shit that's like going wrong. And then he's like, is there any more shit that we can pile on top of what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> and during quarantine, a lot of the times when like something bad would happen and another bad thing would happen, I would always replay that scene in my head. But she's the part that always sticks out because she responds and goes, well, maybe it wasn't a good time to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I I totally forgot that she was in King of Staten Island. Um, yep. I almost like didn't recognize her. Now I'm like going back trying to look at some of these like shots from the movie. I can't believe like it's so weird. Like oh, she she was really good in that. I didn't. I was a little disappointed by that movie. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I wanted it to be better. Um, but I still it was still a fun time. That is really so i actually no i feel like a lot of people probably have had the same sentiment about it but it was a little too long for me my i liked it's it classic like apatow apatow's movies go on forever with no meaning um and I it's not it. and not no meaning in like an italian like neorealism type of way like it's just too long with not no, nowhere to go yeah i appreciated I appreciated it. I did think it was actually good. My really my biggest peeve about the movie was his girlfriend, his love interest in the movie had the worst fucking accent I've ever heard in my entire life. Like that was a terrible cast in that movie completely. The only thing she said correctly is Staten Island. And that's because naturally the word makes you have an accent. Yeah, I I liked her character in the movie though. Like I would have been more interested in seeing like more I I was more interested in like learning about her. <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh but yeah, it wasn't great. Like I mean, you know, that's probably like their first time trying to do an accent like that, but um I don't know. I just didn't uh you know, I I wanted to like it so much. And I I shouldn't say that I didn't like it. It just like Ah, it could have I didn't like the way it ended I just like was hoping for something a little bit more but isn't that kind of Staten Island though you always hope for a little bit more I'm not hoping for anything I just saw a Twitter video today (laughs) that had all these fucking idiots on Staten Island fucking protesting like some mask or restaurant thing I don't fucking know they're all on top of each other in the streets not wearing masks and waving American flags good you fucking idiots good riddance honestly let karma take care of you. That's you know, all, you know you. when That's everyone, you. you know, it's like, we should just take all the racists and homophobes and assholes and put them on an island somewhere. They did that already. It's Staten Island. It's called Staten Island. May, okay, yeah, you're actually pretty right. But let's not, can we take them and put them on another island somewhere else, like Long Island? That's fine. I was making <laughs> a joke. I know, but I like Staten Island. Always my crutch in this podcast is that uh, I don't defend that place. But making um, sure shirt with your little outline on it with your eyebrows that says i like staten island i do um speaking of dramatic as fuck uh you know who else is from i recently just learned this she's from new york i didn't know that carrie washington yo i love that she's from the bronx oh it's so great isn't it so fitting how she like now is as an actress you're like uh we know where you got your like your your pizzazz it's a new york pizzazz New York pizzazz. Yes, yes. I I love her. Didn't love, so I loved Scandal in the beginning, didn't love Scandal after, but she to me is one of, again, just one of those, if she's in it, I'm immediately hooked on what she's doing. I'm just yeah. like constantly attracted to her. So love Carrie Washington. Uh, um, go ahead. Lucy, Lucy Liu. Yes. 
I didn't know she was from New York. Did you? Uh, I didn't, but I, again, I'm doing my uh, Sex and the City rewatch just for my personal reasons now. And there was an episode, if you remember, where Samantha gets to be her PR person and she was talking about how she's from Queens. And I was just like, is that really true? And then I looked it up and she's from Jackson Heights. Wow. Yeah, that's so fucking cool. That is really fucking cool. I, and I would have never pegged Jackson Heights uh, out of all like the places that you would tell me. I would not have guessed that one. But yeah, love her. I was, I was a little annoyed that Kill Bill was her claim to fame on IMDb and not Charlie's Angels. I was going to say Charlie's Angels. First of all, the first the first one, uh, that's one of my favorite. I rewatched that like pretty consistently. Not not like I mean, like every couple months, like it's got to be in the rotation. I do love that movie. And you know who else I, I knew was from New York, but I forget about a lot. And that's because anytime they're from like New York City, like New York, New York, I'm always like less inclined to have them come to my brain when I think of New York actresses. But Rosario Dawson. Oh, yes. And she was just in The Mandalorian. Oh, I didn't watch that. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's really like, good. I should actually watch. I mean, uh, if you don't like Star Wars, it's probably not a thing. All right, then I'll keep it pushing. I don't actually know if I like Star Wars. I don't I don't know enough about it. Oh, and Whoopi Goldberg is from New York. She's from Chelsea. Yes. She and uh, I have the same birthday. So <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we do. We have the same birthday. So um we, as far ahead. as actresses, this person's not an actress, but I found out they were from Manhattan and it blew my mind. Uh Lana Del Rey. Really? Yes. And because all of her albums, uh, this is, I don't know if this is really public knowledge, but I'm like a really big Lana Del Rey fan. That is not uh, public knowledge, but so I love that. I loved her last album. Like I can just put on like her albums and like just zone out and like relax. Um, I often play her albums when my girlfriend and I are waiting in a two hour line to get COVID tested at Dodger Stadium because it soothes me um fair but i i like looked her up and it was like yeah manhattan and i was just like it's wild because like all of her music is very like trippy california like mm -hmm. very like sunset strip like old hollywood like drug parties california you know and so i was like damn this this person has to be like from like w the area around here but no and i looked up it was like manhattan i was like good for you girl um do you know who else i learned angela bassett and oh. what fucked me up was that I also realized that woman is in her 60s. What? She's, I think, like 62. Oh, my she, God. And she still looks like, you can tell me she's 35. And I would completely believe you. She also recently played um, Black Panther's mom, like the queen. That's yes. like, well, you know what I'm talking about? In Black Panther, she was the mom, the queen. Um, oh, she was so fucking good, too. I am looking at now BuzzFeed has popped up upon my search here. Um, but did you there, know Scarlett Johansson? Ahead. Yeah, I was going to say there are a few that I like realized as I learned. I was like, oh, I did know you from New York, but I just like don't want you associated. We don't. Me, that's, like, you don't, don't want like, to be associated with Scarlett Johansson? Well, it's not that I don't want to be associated with Scarlett Johansson as much as I'm just like, I'm OK with no, like not claiming you or like what's her face the woman from um 
she just recently got in trouble. Lori Lachlan, the woman oh, from the house. Yeah, I think she's, I'm pretty sure she's from New York. I learned. No way. When I was That's doing wild. research for this. Um, yeah, she's from, she's from Queens. Damn. Well, like, I, I, I could have done without that. That's weird. She doesn't seem that type. She's very like Napa Valley to me. I think I'm just confusing Full House with real life. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, I, oh, I didn't need her. We have to give it to the queen, Cynthia Nixon. <gasps> oh, she is. She's from Queens, isn't she? Uh, or is she from Penn? Let me double check. Uh, because she ran for mayor. She sure did. I mean, you Real don't have to be, way. yeah, from New York, I think, to run to, for mayor, right? No, you don't. But I mean, it definitely, definitely helps. Um, the other one, what I, I realized, I was like, I don't have to claim you either. Lindsay Lohan. She's from New York. Yeah, can I just say that was like one of my first like girl crushes. I mean, everybody was obsessed with her. She was one of those real letdowns. Uh, no, the crazier she got, the more I was in love with her. Uh, that oh, holy shit! Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's from the Bronx. That is fucking wild, though. Her and um, uh, what the fuck is her name? I don't like her either. Leah Michelle, I think, is from the Bronx too. Oh yeah, that's. But like, for, like, how long did you spend in New York? Is my question. Like, were you yeah. like, is it the type of thing where it's like, oh, I'm from the Bronx. Like, you were born here and then moved when you were like three. Because like, I'm surprised you haven't said this one yet. Who? She's on my list that I love. Who is? Who it? do you identify with most as a New York City character? Oh, I know who you're gonna say. It's Natasha Leone. No, wait, who's that? Do <laughs> you don't know who Natasha Leone is? The name's not coming up in my brain. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, no, hold on. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Natasha Can you tell me what she was in? Uh, well, first, originally she was in American Pie back in the day, but then Orange is the New Black and Russian Doll. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Yes, she plays, um, she plays, what's her face? Nikki in yes. Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Queen. I fucking love no. her. And I've seen her I... walking around Soho before. I do fucking love her, but that's not who I was talking about. Who? I think Seinfeld. Oh my god. Wait, Julia Louis Dreyfus? Yes, she's from New York. What? I am a little disappointed in you, Seinfeld fan, which by the way, you will also like to know I have been watching a little bit more of. <laughs> and I have giggled way more than I thought I would. Yeah, yeah, of course, because it's a perfect show. I, first of all, yes, big Seinfeld fan. I didn't realize she was actually from Manhattan. I couldn't remember if she was from Chicago or not. Uh, did she like grow up there maybe or? She did Second up? City, I think, uh, which mm -hmm. is probably what confused me. So I wasn't sure. Um, oh my God, I love that though. Do you know who I actually thoroughly enjoy? Um, and I only recently kind of became like a, a big fan of hers with Sarah Hyland. She's from Modern Family. Oh, I didn't know she was from New she York. Was, she was born in New York. Oh, okay. I don't know if she like was uh, was raised there, but I, I feel like maybe not because I know she joined the business like really, really young as a, I think she was like maybe like four or five when she started acting. Right. Um, but I know she was born in New York and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm okay to claim you. Her and... um. Uh, Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing. Baby. Oh, nobody puts baby in the corner. That's a New Yorker. That it, well, and also that is literally, um, what, that's like my like top three favorite movies. 
don't like that film at all. What? Oh my God. It was so progressive. So ahead of its time. The abortion. Is she going to die? The botched abortion. Daddy needs help. Like daddy needs to help and save the day. I'm giving you a lot of spoilers here, people. Yeah. I'm also like, this also sounds very New York because it's overly dramatic. Like botched abortion, regular abortion, (laughs) death and abortion. They were in the Catskills. Very, very New York. Um, But, she also was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Speaking of, that's the second person from New York that we've named from Ferris Bueller's Wait a Day minute. Off. I think I got one more in me here. Also, we should do a poll on people's favorite New York women, uh, New York actresses. Ooh, yeah. See who wins it out. Um, so I think that'll be fun for everybody. Um, hold on. Let me check her name. And then we'll I do the trivia. I think. Nope, I was wrong. That's interesting. <laughs> So here's what you, this is what I was doing just now because no one can see me and be in my brain. Um, I was looking up the actress uh, Alex Bornstein, who does the voice for Lois on Family Guy, and uh, is also oh, this is going to be so stupid. She plays uh, she's on the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Do you watch that show? Oh yeah, she's um, what the fuck is her name? I know she plays uh her manager. Yes. I know the name is also escaping me right now. My brain is tired. But um, the reason I looked this up is because as soon as we started watching Maisel, my dad goes, I think I went to high school with her. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He definitely didn't, did he? I think no, he, he did. did. Wait, what? She, I don't know. I mean, like, I looked it up and I would have to, like, dive a bit deeper to see. Like, she wasn't born in New York. But I'm like, he was like so sure of it. Um, and maybe I need to check with my dad too. My dad went to Fort Hamilton High School uh, in Brooklyn. And oh my God. it would just be so funny if that was the case. He's like, yeah, I think every time it came on, he'd be like, I think I went to high school with her. <laughs> <laughs> That's like every time my mom sees um, anything with like Prince Charles, you yeah. know, a guy who married Princess Diana. Uh, she always goes that lion cheating bastard yeah it's just like same thing comes out it's just like every time it's on the screen that's what I comes can't, out of her mouth princess die was beloved i would love to read a good book about that <gasps> whole situation do you have any recommendations if you okay so when i <laughs> when i was in the <laughs> when i was in the fifth grade i did like a, a book report on her um but what i would recommend first is on netflix diana in her own words oh okay just came out it's so 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 good she you could see why she's so beloved and it's like from her perspective and not just like the botch perspective that people try to give you about the whole scenario but watch that first because then you'll also it's uh tied to a book that was written about her so then you can read the book is this book on a fifth grade reading level because i i feel i can handle a more no challenging (laughs) it's not the same book i read in the fifth grade it's it's actually it's the one that was written that like caused all the drama that they then say is why she was killed because all the secrets all the secrets released by this book that's that's what i want to read correct and so if you watch this netflix show movie docuseries whatever the fuck you want to call um you'll see that it is her own word. So then you would want to go back and read the book because before it was like anonymous, but then you realize like, no, this is actually from Princess Diana's own words. Ooh, okay, cool. I think I have plans tonight. Ooh. 
big night for you. <laughs> um, Princess Diana and, and gingerbread Oreos. That sounds delicious. Oh, did you see they're making gluten-free Oreos? Oh my God, no. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> okay, let's do this trivia because I oh, feel yeah. like I want to know what you, if you're actually... Um, oh, no, I'm about to embarrass okay. myself. Okay. I didn't know this one. This was one of the ones I got wrong. Okay. What famous 1979 Woody Allen movie about New York City was shot entirely in black and white? Manhattan. Okay, yes. Yeah, I didn't know that was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what 1984 film featuring many of the actors from Saturday Night Live was set in New York City? I got this one. Uh, oh, um, 1984. Was it Night at the Roxbury? No, it's 90s. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Oh, 1984. I'm not big on my Saturday Night Live movies, surprisingly. My only other guess would be like 1984 set in New York City. <laughs> Yes, but it wasn't about it. It's not Saturday Night Live. Like it wasn't like a spinoff of a Saturday Night uh, Live like skit. It just oh. had people from Saturday Night Live in it. Oh, that's very confusing. Uh, I don't know. I actually don't know this one. I got this one. Ghostbusters. Oh, oh my god! Wow, that's a very misleading question. I didn't even think about mm-hmm. that. I also got this one. What two thousand? romantic comedy was set in an actual new york city bar oh my god the name of the bar is the title of the movie oh my god my brain hold on the name of the bar is the title of the movie 2000s i don't know coyote ugly oh of course how could i forget that fucking bar yeah um okay this one if you don't get we're never talking ever again oh no you can't put those stakes on this (laughs) what so long to the podcast what 1977 hit film starred a young john travolta growing up in brooklyn and featured the newest musical craze saturday night fever thank you good job what what would you do if i said the warriors (laughs) i would literally just stop recording it would be the end of the podcast (laughs) oh no I can't believe I'm mad that I didn't get those other two now. Damn. Um, Okay, this one you will know. What movie adaptation of Romeo and Juliet set in New York City has been called the best New York musical ever? (laughs) Wait, what? In high school. It's it's a musical set in New York City, very Romeo and Juliet influence. It's... We read it in high school? Yes, we also read it in high school. At least I did. Maybe you weren't in my English class. But yes, you know this. Cole, you know this. Oh, my God. You guys, I just want to make it very clear that I'm under a lot of stress right now. I'm wearing (laughs) fleece pants, which I'm going to have to remove because I'm sweating so much. Let it be known this is the podcast. I made you take your pants off. (laughs) That's why everybody's going to listen. I'm only going to put that in the description and nothing else that I take off my pants so people will listen. Um, oh, God. Wait, say it again. We read it in... I'm thinking of all these, like, tragic plays. Yes, yes, yes. Think tragic. It's okay. What movie adaptation of Romeo and Juliet was set in New York City has been called the best New York musical ever? 
set in New York City musical adaptation. I can hear our listeners screaming <laughs> at their radios or their phones right now. Oh my god. It's on based on Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, it's like it's it's a Romeo and Juliet influence story. Oh my god. I can literally jump through the screen and punch you in the head. How do you cola? I can't think right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> West Side Story. Oh my god. I'm sorry, Come y'all. On. You didn't give me the year. 1977? No, I didn't fucking need to give you a year. That would have been helpful. <laughs> I was about to say an Arthur Miller play. Also, I didn't. <laughs> What are you thinking of? A view from the bridge? Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. And I was like, I don't think they made that into a movie. I think they might have, but that's definitely not what it was. And it was definitely never called. It wasn't a musical. It was a play. That's why I was like, wait, that's not a musical. And also, where does Romeo and Juliet come in? No, but also I'm mad that you got the Woody Allen one, but you didn't just get West Side Story. Listen, I was a film major, not a fucking theater major. Oh god. Um, okay, this one I did not know, so <sighs> you can stop sweating. If you fail, no one will care. Um, although if you fail any of these, no one will care. Um, Meryl Streep's portrayal of a Holocaust survivor living in Brooklyn won her the Academy Award for this film. What was it called? Uh, <laughs> so much of the fucking film major uh, I don't think we watched any of these films um hold on I actually no I don't know this one I, I, I'm I the worst Sophie's choice oh okay uh, I didn't swear, I, I actually know. I always hear that movie in jokes but I actually never seen it and I didn't know what it was about oh god it's like Sophie's choice where's that from uh I think that's a friend's line literally everything everyone's like wow Sophie's choice blah 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 and i'm just like blah, blah. <laughs> and i'm like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about yeah. um this one okay so this one i did know what movie about racial tensions in brooklyn was spike lee's first big hit as a director do the right thing yep that i watched in film class my aunt was his teacher she was a really? teacher in brooklyn That's she was so his cool. teacher um what 19 this one i did not know uh what 1933 movie Fe- oh wait no i didn't know this one duh featured yeah. a huge gorilla climbing the empire state building king kong yep i mean you didn't have to be alive didn't have to be alive i was, I was gonna say i was gonna say a view from the bridge <laughs> which honestly could have been an alternate uh title maybe who knew that arthur miller would have such an influence on this podcast episode <laughs> so many years later um he would be so 19- pleased he would be. What 1984 movie featuring live action puppets was set in New York City? <laughs> Muppets Take Manhattan. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm like, I don't okay. think any Arthur Miller plays have Muppets in them, so it's got to be that one. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Oh, God. Yeah. What movie is about the Carlene crime family? have been called the greatest mafia greatest mafia films ever made the godfather and i'm upset yeah. that you pronounced that carly i know i know i know i said i saw it and i was like oh i read it wrong but that's just like how i read it at first fair carleone corleone corleone my bad um what uh superhero spins his web against the bad guys over new york city 
Spider-Man. Good job. Uh, what? Okay, this one you will definitely know. What Billy Crystal Meg Ryan comedy has the oh. famous line, I'll have what she's having? When Harry Met Sally. Yep. What film starring Michael Douglas proca- proclaiming that greed is good featured New York's financial industry? Wall Street. Yep. What science fiction comedy featured Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones as alien battling secret agents in New York City? Men in Black. Correct. And then this one I did not know. So good luck. Oh, God. What 2005 remake of a classic science fiction story featured Martians invading Manhattan? Uh, Martians invading Manhattan. 2005. Uh, oh, um, Cloverfield. War of the Worlds. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, fun fact about that. Do you remember that time our high school track team ran into Tom Cruise where, where they were training because he was filming that movie? Oh, yeah. Wow. Crazy. We should have oh, known that. We should have known that. But I did not. So Honestly, I did better on that than I thought I was. I just missed the really obvious ones. Yeah. What the hell? Like, how I could have, I wanted, I wanted to throw myself out the window the second you did go outside. So you had enough over dramatics when you said, I want to come through the screen and punch you in the face, which is a good indication that you are a good host and teacher. I'm going to come through the screen and punch you in the face. It inspired you to think a little bit harder, even though you were still wrong in the end. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? Because West Side Story, was that actually filmed in New York? Because when I think of that movie, I think of it on a soundstage that does not look like New York. So I don't know, but I think the musical was, I mean, the musical is written and based in New York. Yes, correct. Uh, but that's filmed in New York? I was going to say, because usually that's, that was, I think, where my brain was searching. Like all of my memories of New York based movies. This was a pretty good quiz. This, wasn't it really good? Yeah, I enjoyed it very, very much. Um, I'll have to look, but I do know when I went to, because they actually recently, right around Valentine's Day this year, which yes, was this year, even though it feels like 2000 years ago. um, My friend took me to the new uh, adaptation of it, like the modern day version of West Side Story in like it was on Broadway and it was very, very new. Like it was even more New York. So like what Ooh, New York looks like that. today. So it was in a bodega. There was like a lot of like New York City screened, uh, like background. It was really cool. There was a lot of digital technology influenced in it. But the guy sitting next to me was so freaking cute. He was like an older man, and he said that he was here for the first time West Side Story was ever played on Broadway in New York oh with the God. original. I guess Rita Moreno. I think was her name. Yes. Oh my God, uh, she's amazing. Oh my God, is she from from New York? Is she? I don't know. But she goes he told my me, list. He told me Natalie Wood was the love is the love of his life, and I literally almost like started crying in the middle of the theater before the show even started. I was like, this feels like such a full circle moment for this human, and I'm getting to witness it right now. That is absolutely beautiful. Also, Natalie Wood is the love of my dad's life as well. Natalie Wood, oof, there is a great documentary on her tragic murder on Hulu. She was murdered? Wait, yeah. I knew that. I did know that. I'm sorry, I did know that. Um, no, Rita Marino's from uh, Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Yeah. Uh, I do yep. love her, though, regardless. But that's really cool. Uh, this was yep. fun. And this was so fun. 
Yeah. We'll have to do more like New York quiz things like this. Let us know if you like it, y'all, because this is what we're here for. We're, yeah. We're seven, I would I would be down. In. I'm gonna find I'm gonna Google some New York quizzes and see. By the way, what did you guess for that first one? Did you guess Annie Hall? Because I thought about that too. And then I yeah. remember Yeah. Manhattan. It's the only Woody Yeah, it's the only Woody Allen movie I really know because I had never actually watched anything by him. I I mean he's a monster, but uh I really okay. loved Annie Hall for I went through a phase where I, I I would watch that. I watched that movie pretty regularly. Um I've never yeah. seen it either, but I just know it's his movie. Yeah, that's his um, most famous one, I feel like. So Is he from New York? Ugh, probably. Well, we won't claim him either. Him and Lindsay Lohan. And I refuse to claim Adam Sandler. No. Personally. Oh, yeah. Be nice. Be nice. You threatened to punch me in the face because I didn't know West Side Story. (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do. Wow. Um. Oh, this is fun. Let's do it again next week. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I'm Anna. I'm Cola. And we're two broads from Brooklyn. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Night.